Hey guys, welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with your hosts, Reno Gorman, Nina Boyd, and Mike Boyd, producer Mike Boyd. Right, let's, you know let's, what? Let's put um, the title yeah, where it belongs here's there. Here's how I'm going to play it. My other podcast seems to be on a very definite hiatus. Yeah. Uh, indefinite, like it's pretty much dead. So I'm going to force my way into this one and become host. Oh, oh. Okay. I just promoted myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Producers can do that? I guess they are. I, I, or I could hit the stop we'll button. We'll have to have a review. And yeah, we'll, <laughs> think, we'll think about it. Okay, they got to vote on it, but I'm pretty sure I got to shoe in. Yeah. So we've got a very human-y podcast. Yes. Everyone. It's kind of like the, the lines between human and machine are getting blurred or yeah. human and mineral. <laughs> <laughs> so... This first one is uh, about how when you're when you die, you could just be buried underground, or maybe you want to be cremated, or maybe you want to live on forever because mm-hmm. diamonds last forever. It's true. Um, there's a Swiss company that will that can take your ashes and basically compress them under intense pressure and heat and make your remains into a diamond. That's right. And they do it much faster than it happens in nature. Too. Yeah. So like, like a few weeks. Like a diamond that someone would use. To yeah. Like a, like a real diamond. Like propose to somebody else with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if you would use it for that, but it's, it's that How kind of diamond. How would you di- know? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's that kind of diamond. Well, they're kind of fugly looking diamonds, to be honest. Well, I mean, but I don't think these ones are cut. You know, they're not faceted and everything. Yeah. They're just sort of. So they're not even really worth I mean, anything. you know, they are I mean, made from dead people. What do you want? I mean, if you cut them, then like there'd be like little bits of like the remains is kind of like a scrap. And like, what would you do with all the scrap little. Make it particles? into a diamond collage. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so the interesting thing is, uh, well, it's interesting in and of itself. But um, so the diamonds um, usually come out. um bluish because of boron that's um found in trace amounts in uh your body and your bones but then um some representative from the company was saying that there's um some some people come out as white diamonds (laughs) or yellow diamonds (laughs) or like black diamonds and they don't know why yeah that's really odd yeah i wonder why that would happen so if you get a colored diamond it's basically a dead person no, no, well, they're all dead people. Yeah. It's like yeah. most of them are blue because your bones have boron in right. them, which yeah. I assume, you know, makes things blue, right? I, I, I assume guess. that. But that makes it even weirder that some diamonds, because obviously all of the ashes have bone in them, but right. some of the diamonds come out white, yellow, or almost black. Maybe the ones they're are like people that didn't brush soul. their teeth very well. <laughs> <laughs> your father had plaque. Maybe gingivitis. I wonder if obviously. it has to do with age. Like maybe the bones that are older have less boron or more boron. I don't know. Well, it's got to like, be some other compound probably. Yeah. What I do know is this conversation is getting boron. Oh, oh my God. That was hey. a horrible, horrible. Hey, 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 what, hey, what part wouldn't now. be awesome? I'm a host now. I can say that kind of shit. Yeah. So. <coughs> About a pound of ash will get you a single diamond. That's, so. that's a pretty good deal. Well, I mean, how much... You know, that's how much a lot ash? of ash. Yeah. I mean, that's a ton of ash. Whatever. Like how many pounds of ashes are normal corpse? Maybe that's why it's a bunch of different colors because they have to mix a bunch of different dead people to make one diamond. <laughs> no, no, no. Because they were very clear on the fact that they, they <laughs> keep them separate. There's a little bit separate. of Jimmy, a little bit of Margaret. <laughs> Pet dog. <laughs> <laughs> a cremated parrot. Oh, that's there horrible. But there's also an American company doing this. Yes. Called Life Gem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very diplomatic name. <laughs> And they have a bunch of um, patents for similar procedures. 
coming mm-hmm. up, which is actually, I think, really creepy. I can't believe that America is okay with this in in some ways, but other I, ways I can believe. Like some yeah. celebrities are <laughs> like, yeah, yeah let's wait do a this. second, like wait a second, like uh, like how many people want diamonds? Like diamonds are such a like a I know, statement. but I, like we're usually the country that's like, no, 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 we can't do this because it's wrong, you know. And then Japan yeah, is those, the one who's those like those same people. Those same people are the ones wearing the most bling. Like they're the ones with the big voice going out there, being out there. The most ancestors. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like someone important. Eight grandmothers. They all (laughs) passed away this year. (laughs) And I got a new necklace. That's horrible. But the other thing in here that's really random. And interesting is um, like people are waiting for relatives. They're like, come on, just fuck. That's so horrible. Like they don't want to inherit anything anymore. They just want to inherit the body. Like the ashes. The ashes. Yeah. Yeah. All my diamonds scattered across the ocean. Wouldn't that be funny? Like (laughs) you're setting out your will and it's like, you only leave a certain amount of ash to a certain amount of like to whatever kid, (laughs) like which kid you like the most gets the most ash. Yeah. Like they don't get a full pound. The anorexic won't be worth much. <laughs> You're only going to get an ounce because you were a bad son. <laughs> so anyway, the other part of this article that I thought was weird is, <laughs> I guess, some people who get these diamonds will say if the diamond is blue and the dead person it's made of also had blue eyes, and people will claim that the diamond is the exact same color as the eyes of that dead person, which I don't think can be true. How would you know? I don't. I don't know because you well, know what, what their like eyes you look see, like. You know what their eyes look like. Yeah. And well, then what you if you? What if it's like it's a blue. anonymous ash donor? I don't think that would <laughs> happen. I don't think they'd be like. <laughs> donate their their body. Or donate it to diamonds. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to donate my body to De Beers. <laughs> Rogers, man, Rogers. They got a lifetime warranty. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. But think how awesome it would be. And Reno and I were just talking about this before you pushed record. You know how, like, sometimes people will propose with, like, their grandmother's ring, like a hand-me-down heirloom? <laughs> no, it is my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so she approves. <laughs> Whether she wants She'll to She'll be with not. us yeah. always. <laughs> That's freaky. That is freaky. You know, like like all the paranormal people are going to be like, that ring is haunted. Maybe. What if know, it like glows? I could, just, it I could just see like the Ghost yeah. Adventures crew with their hair being like, dude, that ring. I know. Is, it, is it fake diamonds that glow in UV light? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know any of that. Well, check your diamond. Check I, your hey, guys' hey, rings. Hey, hey, hey. I I've have only like, whoa, whoa, hold on here. Hold on. <laughs> hold on here. <laughs> I've only bought Nina real diamond. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Let the black light. I've bought her more than one diamond accessory. So there you go. <laughs> I also have earrings. Yes. Yeah. How many dead people do you have on you? <laughs> <laughs> Whole fucking colony. Sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nina, you said you want to be cremated when you die. I do. Is there a reason why? Or just? I don't know. I, I think I've always thought that way. Just because, you know, like being you in the ground burn? is depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to burn. Burning in a fiery pit of hell is... It's not hell. No, it's just like a burning inferno well, what would you want what would you want i think a diamond would be cool of you well, like yeah. you want to be a diamond i don't really care where really would it go happens. i mean it'd be cool if you just feed me to the worms really so you might be buried i guess like but not but not in, like in, in a, a s- coffin but like oh you know like underneath the tree like the hippie way yeah like a hippie way you <laughs> know kinda as long as i don't poison the water hole you know? whole body <laughs> dirt done that's it sure i don't really care yeah. Well, you'll be what dead. If we, so what if we yeah, bury yeah. you? I mean, like, like we'll I'm not my body, so it doesn't matter. We'll bury matter. you for like a few years, and then we'll dig you up and burn you and turn you into a diamond and then bury the diamond. Okay. There That's you go. There you go. Then so I get to really be buried. Be, I get to you be get to burned, do everything. and I get to be diamondmatized. That's right. 
buried, exhumed. And then we'll dig that up and like break it with another diamond and scatter it across the ocean. (laughs) Mike, do you prefer what happens to your body when you die? I don't give a shit. He's not going to die. I'm God. God is a diamond. <laughs> no, I, I, when I die, I mean, I'll be dead. Who fucking cares? I would care. I would care what happens <laughs> to me. I mean, you know. I just like, I'll be dead, dude. Do what the fuck you want. I don't know. Maybe I won't care, Mike. Don't worry. I know you won't care. <laughs> but no, really, it's just like, I'm dead. Like, everybody else will probably have a say in it, but I'll be dead. Yeah, but that's why you make a list of things that you want and the way that you want them. Quite honestly, I'll just be taking up space at that point. Just get rid of me somehow. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> God. That's not, it's not apathetic. It's just like, look, are you going to go into a cemetery where it's super fucking crowded? Are you going to get burnt? And, like, I'm not I'm worried about the crowd. Or, I mean, that's not like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, are you going to get burnt neighbors. and then like have someone illegally <laughs> yeah. spread your ashes across something or some shit illegal. like that? It wouldn't be illegal. It is illegal to dump ashes in most places. Well, you don't do it in places that are illegal. <laughs> Like that's like, like everywhere. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I want. I love that story. <laughs> Dump my ashes at Target. That's it. No, I mean it's just like, dude, just get rid of me somehow. I don't care. Donate my body to science. Let kids carve me up. Oh, I, I would never do that. No. Wait, wait, what? You? I, wouldn't, I wouldn't donate it to science. You'd burn your body to ashes, but like donating it to a good cause. Yeah, you I, would. I, I just, I don't want to be all like parceled out across. I just hope it burned. Just yeah. fine. Burn to fucking ashes. That's right. All right. Ashes dash. All, all I know <laughs> is that if I, if I do get donated to science, I want it to be old as possible. So when kids see my naked body, they kind of like, Ugh. you're not, they're not going to see like your full body. You're know, just going to be like sitting up in some glass case somewhere. Well, I'll, I'll be lying on an exam table, but still they're going to look at me and be like, Oh God. Oh jeez. That's I, as long as I have like that last creep out moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I couldn't give two rats. No, I've always wanted to be it. cremated. I don't care. It's my life dream. Cremated would be cool. <laughs> I can live with that. Ashes are good for trees. <laughs> right? I mean, like fertilizer. You could live with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. So that means diamonds are fertilizer. No. It's <laughs> expensive fertilizer. <laughs> you see rich people. They're so fucking rich. They're fertilizing their lawn with diamonds. <laughs> Hell on the goddamn lawnmower blades. <laughs> so before you do die, though, Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of cool things that could happen. And one of them is sequencing the genome. So the world's... <laughs> hey, Johnny, guess what I got you for your birthday? <laughs> You're five years old now. It's time you know your DNA sequence. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Like, <laughs> what? So world's first... The quinceanera, maybe. <laughs> Sweet 16. I really know you wanted a car, but instead I just <laughs> this had is only your a thousand sequence. bucks, so yeah. we could just. I could just see that on MTV, the My Sweet Sixteen. Instead <laughs> of like a fucking BMW, <laughs> they get a genome kit. <laughs> so <laughs> they throw like this huge shit bit. So, anyways, you can. <laughs> the world's first thousand dollar genome factory, genome sequencing factory. So basically. You can sequence the human genome much faster than we used to be able to do, and that's going to have a lot of implications for looking for diseases and things like that. And let's see. So, so you can... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, this platform, machine, technology, whatever, it can um, sequence tens of thousands of um, human genomes um, in a year. 
In one lab. In one lab. So it's not just like sequencing Johnny's DNA. It's like half the city's um, genome. And it takes a year because it's, you know, know how many millions of code or whatever it is. But um, apparently that's way faster than it used to be. And with tens of thousands all being sequenced at the same time with the same machine, they can compare the differences and variations which can be really helpful for um, medicine and disease. And, mm-hmm. and it costs a thousand bucks. Only a thousand dollars, which I guess that's, is relatively that's pretty cheap. good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, less than a diamond. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's, cheap, it's cheaper to do this than to get <laughs> made into a diamond. <laughs> Why not both? I, you, hey, go for mm-hmm. it. So this could be helpful for, I mean, there's a lot of Alzheimer's probably. Definitely good for Alzheimer's. Yeah. Military. How do you say all? Do you say all timers or all Alzheimer's? Hi- uh, what do you say? Well, you it say sounds first. like it sounds like it's like all and then timer. No, Alzheimer's. 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 I don't know. Do you pronounce the H? Maybe. Cool whip. <laughs> Alzheimer's. <laughs> We're gonna be here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Mike stepping back down from host to producer <laughs> is like yep. talk as little as possible. Just just, well, just stare and disbelieve. Now I'm going to think about how I say it. Yeah. Because. Uh, how do you say it? How do you say it, Mike? Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Am I the only person that hears other people say what Alzheimer's? Do, what do you no, say? I say? I say it with a Z. Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yeah. I never say old timers. But you hear not, other not people like say that though, old right? Oh, yeah, a lot of people say old Most people, even like on the news, everything, I hear people, old timers disease. It's like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, there's no, hear there's no T in there, but no. you don't no. hear that? No. Yeah. I hear that almost all the time. Yeah. I say Alzheimer's. Sequence your genome and see if there's anything wrong. Just like that, Alzheimer's. Maybe. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> Alzheimer's. You're kind of close. To what? <laughs> to being correct. <laughs> okay, well, anyways. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of uh, other like she emerging technologies. <laughs> That's why she can't pronounce it. <laughs> there's love like uh, technology and advancement in medicine where they like tailor a drug to your specific need. And so if they mm-hmm. have your genome sequenced, then they're able to figure out if you're predisposed to anything. They can um, hone in on a very specific um, cause of uh, your disease or anything like that. And so they can... Whether you'd be a blue or a black diamond, maybe. Yeah, regardless. They're not racist. Yeah, that's right. They, they don't see don't color. discriminate. <laughs> <laughs> they're not synesthetes. <laughs> no. <laughs> they see numbers instead. <laughs> like regular seats. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, now that it's more efficient and less costly, I think the odds of you having your genome sequenced are much higher than, like, maybe everybody right. could have it. And if it's $1,000 now, in 10 years, it'll be... Probably 10, 000. 000, yeah, because of inflation. <laughs> yeah. But that'll be relatively cheaper. Mm-hmm. It'd be as if it was like 400. Relatively cheaper. Relatively. Your genome relatives. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, next article. Next. Okay, so um, there's a lot of like, um, like facial recognition uh, technology and... Xbox t- Connect. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> and the Facebook creepiness. Right, and so like um, they're starting to create um, like algorithms and programs that can just identify objects without having um, much um, input from humans. So like the computer or a program can identify whatever it's looking at on its own. And so they... Um, have this new algorithm that can um, that does it really really well, and it doesn't need any like human calibration or adjustment or anything. 
And it figures out which features it wants to focus on itself. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't just look at the whole thing, I think, objectively, right? Like it hones in on certain things. Mm-hmm. Like a human would, but mm-hmm. it's not a human. Like what? Pimples? Well, I don't know. I mean, just, I mean, it's looking <laughs> at other objects besides people. It's looking at everything. Warts. It's looking at moles. planes. It's mm-hmm. looking at cars. It's looking at, you know, vehicles, people doing things too, but. So like um, you can feed it like um, a data set, like a hundred pictures of airplanes and it can identify the airplanes a hundred percent. You don't have to program or anything. You just feed it a bunch of images and it can, and it can start recognizing, picking up what's an airplane, what's not an airplane. And oh, now you can, I'm now you can to put remember. in swans mm-hmm. and it's not like you have to like type in like a new different code for a swan recognition or facial re- recognition or pimple recognition. It will automatically pick up it'll know the differences yeah it'll see the difference kind of like and in the article they compare it to how you teach kids the differences between certain things like what's a cat and what's a dog you don't sit there and define the entire animal separately to the yeah, kid you let like, them just look at it and find out for themselves what's different because that's the best way to learn um usually you know <laughs> all things yeah so what are the differences between cats and dogs you know what they are <laughs> You have to look for yourself, Mike. Um, I don't have that algorithm program. Oh, jeez. So, I mean, this has obvious applications for the military. It could, <laughs> you they know, could but tell planes apart. Yeah. Spy satellites and could have humans not be involved. All the kind of, right. Exactly. And any, I guess, like, you know, like Google search images and for Alzheimer's like that. because and for Alzheimer's. tell their relatives apart. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's a fucking airplane or what fucking year it is. You Google that. Um, but I mean, like this great way to like data mine through images and um, have a um, high amount of uh, accuracy. Mm-hmm. So um, pretty interesting stuff. But then, yeah, I mean, I think you'd have to worry about like military uses. Things coming so advanced or like privacy issues, just like with all the facial recognition. Like, yeah, yeah, crazy stuff. Um, and what else is really cool is how, I mean, just in general, how robots and computers can recognize things. That's true. And so this next article is actually, um, I really like it a lot because it's a Ted talk and the guy giving the Ted talk is among other things, an animator and has funny hair. That's right. He has funny hair. He took a risk like a robot would (laughs) and didn't learn from it, but robots take risks. That's right. What? They can calculated algorithm. This guy's robot. (laughs) Yeah. Nope. Because he was an animator first. And I think he still is maybe a jazz musician and a roboticist, obviously. Um, and he used a lot of the principles he learned in, I guess you'd say, art school from being an animator. And um, one of the big things that animators always say is animators are actors. And you're not going to be able to animate something properly and have it look human unless you act it out and, and look at yourself and sort of use the things you see to create this character. And so this guy, Guy Hoffman, literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't there there's a famous photo of a... I can't remember what artist it was, but he's like looking at himself in the mirror while drawing. MC Escher. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, or Norman Rockwell. A lot of of them did it. A lot of them did that, but that like just proves the dude's point, really. Like you have to look and be human and know how to act and do all that crap in order to create art. Yeah, all that human crap. All that human crap. (laughs) Um, So Guy Hoffman (laughs) started designing these robots and gave a TED talk about it. 
and he was really interested in making robots act more emotional and human but and be playful but also he changed the way he built them right like he he made them have different software in Mm -hmm. them so that they wouldn't just analyze things and figure out the best way to do something but they would sort of experiment and then learn from their experiments and um have different reactions to things and that's more like how humans learn so in this video and we'll put it on our website um, he shows a lot of movies of himself with these different robots and all the things they learn how to do and in some of them they're playing music with him like he's playing the piano and they're playing like a, a xylophone something or other um, so that was one of the things he did with the robots and then the other thing he did was well hold on what so like there is was it him or I think it was a different musician I don't think it was him maybe it was a musician on the piano yeah was I it thought him, it was him with a different haircut okay maybe it was it but looked like him different haircut threw me off yeah but he, uh, so he's there were two guys there were two musicians like two humans oh, okay he was one of them oh, okay yeah. so there was, there was a musician playing the piano mm-hmm. and he's just improvising yeah and the robot is picking up on the improv and is Im- improving with the human mm-hmm. and it's not taking a moment to analyze like what scale and tempo and then yeah. playing um, with some algorithm is experimenting and improvising and taking a risk mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. Like and actually so making mistakes every now and then. And yeah. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. sound perfect. Right. Really. But then so the robot feeds off the musician and the music musician feeds off what the robots doing. So they're going back and forth like you really would in a jam Simultaneously, session. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like and happening live and you can see it happening. Right. It's really cool to see. And his whole point was it's not like how other robot experiments have been with humans where the human does something and the robot watches what it's doing and analyzes it and then decides how to respond to it it's like the robot is doing something with the human at the same time it's like risk taking and acting immediately and then almost like improvising and then off of that um reacting to that and seeing if there's an error and can recalibrate but it's it just keeps on going with the flow instead of pausing and waiting analyzing and taking like the best like for sure route or whatever yeah and so in a way i guess you could say like these robots are actually learning how to do stuff more than other robots but i i don't know i think it's still far away from being like a human like all he really did was program it to just keep going like he said in his talk that uh, what was it one of his teachers in animation school was talking about improvisation and she said that when you improvise sometimes you're just doing something without realizing you're doing it but something is still happening i think really that's all he made the robots do is like they just mm-hmm. keep going they don't stop to think necessarily mm-hmm. but they don't really think they don't stop to process but they have really good timing you know the yeah. rhythm's really good it's robotic they're very 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 <laughs> coordinated that's right yeah. You know, you guys are all excited about this. Have any of you seen the Terminator? Uh, I'm, yeah, but <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what we're heading towards. Uh oh, this is yeah, but exciting. These ones play music. It's though. not. Yeah, it's these only one. They play music and they're hey, cute. Hey, the that's how everything starts. It's all funny games. It's all funny <laughs> games. Music stops. I didn't see any of those T1000s jamming. No, but they would have if they stuck around long enough. Remember, they learned. Well, then would they it be learned. so bad if, like, they, you know. Well, if they're still out to kill John and Sarah Connor, we do have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> He's right, Nina. Uh-oh. I'm just saying, this is one step towards the Terminator. But still, these robots, the robots can jam. They can. they can, yeah. yeah. And really then, do. so, like, um, 
at the end of the guy, Saturday, like, yeah. guy Hoffman was was saying how like when you're jamming with someone like you it's not just the audio cues you're you're feeding off each other but you're also like looking at the musician and making eye contact and like nods and other kind of like nonverbal cues and you kind of can feed off each other that way like you know when it's going to change or when you like something or don't like something mm-hmm. so he gave he gave the robot like uh kind of like a neck and a head almost yeah and it, that could it bob like, yeah it bobs and has like a little camera and it would like bob to the rhythm mm-hmm. that the that the, the human robot was. is picking up on oh yeah and then it would look at the human musician and kind of feed off of its um nonverbal visual cues so and it know when it's going to stop and like the little camera in front of it it looks kind of like it opens and closes like it has an eyelid yeah you know, yeah like it's reacting facially sort of yeah it looks very has very humanistic type qualities yeah. it's not very it's not robotic it, it, at all mike is scared and the the last <laughs> cool thing that he did was he took that principle a little bit farther and said um Oh, what is it called? Like the dock that you put your iPod into, right? iPod dock? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying like a dock, like in general. Yeah, like not yeah. A yeah, no, that, that's it. Yeah. Just, it's just you an iPod it. dock. I'm not going to bury you. <laughs> you're going to go into fucking coffin steel. <laughs> not going to nourish anything. But. Anyways, you. he said, what if you made that dock sort of like this animated robot? And while it was playing your music, it would move around to it and react to it. So Mm -hmm. it had um, the same sort of head that moved, you know, up and down. But it also had like um, little feet type things. And one of them would tap with the music. And the cool thing I thought, and this totally reminds me of Pixar, which is one of his influences anyway. um, When the robot dock thing starts up your music, its little head like turns and looks at the thing playing the music. And it's like, oh, what should I play? And then it picks something or you do. And then it starts moving around to it. What do you I think, Mike? What do you think? There's no, there's no takeover of the world implications in that one. Not yet. What's it going to do? I guess they could all, like, goose stuff. I'm sure the military could do something with <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. You know, Cyberdyne systems. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Skynet? Skynet. Yep. Well, I don't know. I prefer to look at the artsy side of it, which I thought was really cool. And this article, I think this TED Talk is really important because still so many people are trying to get rid of art and music and saying that it's not important and everything else and the clearly like this guy uses it to make science better that's yeah. good <laughs> science better <laughs> good science is good it is i'm serious though you know. no, and so, sometimes you can't think of everything mathematically you know the name of the TED Talk is Robots with Soul, soul. quote unquote. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you if you like burned a robot, what color would its ashes turn into the diamond? <laughs> it's got a lot of copper wiring. Maybe it'd be like orangish or maybe be maybe be blue. From you can't the kill it. Because the color of its eyes. You can't kill it. It'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> It'll turn into like the ultimate diamond robot or something. No, no. <laughs> it's honey, man. T-1000 right there. Just don't. Don't fuck with it. T-1000 with rhythm. With rhythm. <laughs> T-808. For those of you who aren't musicians, the 808 is a drum machine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it'll make that sound too. So speaking of robots with soul, they've made tiny swimming biobots. Um, they're basically modeled um, after sperm. Uh, Robotic sperm. Yeah. Yes. Sperm bots. Um, and g- it's like a hybrid. So it's like the... the Hybrid sperm? Hybrid sperm. That's right. <laughs> they made it a sperm with... <laughs> I could just see tons of women egg. wanting this inside of them. 
Um, <sighs> so the and the point. Why did they model them after jellyfish? That would have been a lot better. <laughs> what? What? That, that, All right, that's a lot of tails. <laughs> <laughs> What's that the point of the the robotics? Because <laughs> they they're propelled by heart cells. So right, fields. like the body, the body is just shaped is uh, some like polymer. We know what. Uh, yeah, it's a flexible like. polymer, and then they attach heart cells towards the head and tail. And heart cells from what? From your heart. Yeah. Human heart. Maybe like a pig's heart or pig a heart. human heart <laughs> growing inside a pig. There or we go. <laughs> <laughs> Robotics. <laughs> Robotic pig sperm. <laughs> <laughs> There's the name a name of the episode. <laughs> That's the name of the episode no. right there. No. Um, so th- but anyways, what if they you like they burned they the pig? Guys, <laughs> 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 getting way ahead of yourself <laughs> here. <laughs> bacon. 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 See, if you like, if you like, take the little magnifying lens on the diamond. There's these little sperm stuck in it. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So, anyways, go on. the interesting part is you take the heart cells and you attach From a pig. Uh, sure <laughs> you attach it towards the head and the tail and at first the heart cells will kind of um they'll contract and pump like heart muscle yeah. tissue does but it'll be like all random in different directions but then over time the heart cells will start pumping like in rhythm with each other and in the same direction even though like some from heart- different places in yeah the- there'll be some on the tail one near the head and then from that um pumping and contraction they'll um make the tail move and it will propel the the bio sperm so they're sperm with heart is what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) synchronized swimmers (laughs) yes so i don't know if i caught the point of this they're just experimenting right like why not you know (laughs) (laughs) let's just create robotic (laughs) sperm (laughs) and put like random heart tissue on them see what the fuck happens do it See, I'm telling you, man, that's that's the start. That's how we get to the Terminator. <laughs> right there. Little Terminator so spermlings. With soul. So you get more Terminators, I think, is I what know. you're saying. Like, you yeah. get all these little like Terminator <laughs> spermlings going to a Terminator egg, and then the Terminator gives birth yeah, to a baby Yeah, what if you had like, the Biobot sperm go into the robot, and then you made a robot human? <laughs> well, you need a Biobot egg, obviously. Well, yeah. obviously, but you know. It's they can make beautiful s- music together, I think. Is what <laughs> it's just a little robotic Sometimes sperm. Sometimes a daddy robot and mommy robot get together. yeah and then since they already have like like heart tissue on the sperm that's how they get their like living human skin on top of the that's right yeah terminator skeleton no really i'm trying to become governor of california (laughs) (laughs) no but like that explains a lot like with these little biobots that could help like deliver medicine to to what to it, this no, like so these, these your things, body, these right? little biobots can flow through your blood and not like harm your heart or anything. The sperm That's injections. what they were checking with it, yeah. right? I wonder if you could have just regular sperm flow through your blood. And I'm thinking of like biobot <laughs> sperm. Like, <laughs> actually, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't work out. But, um, anyways. <laughs> What if the hearts don't sink up? You, you know what? If you <laughs> just kind of like going around <laughs> anywhere and everywhere. <laughs> ro- robot you know, sperm. If you had sperm going through your bloodstream, you would fertilize a whole lot of land. <laughs> we bury you. <laughs> Those fertile diamonds. <laughs> yeah, um, but for for reals now, I mean, like you could you could like deliver medicine that would <laughs> like target like cancer yeah. or yeah. or Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> the military 
deliver all kinds of shit with sperm. <laughs> yeah, the brave little spermling. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. little robo baby juice <laughs> to the brain, and well, it's all coming back to me. <laughs> Literally, I can just see the doctor now. Now hold still, we're going to give you an injection of robotic sperm. <laughs> you That's thought fecal matter transplants right. were bad? You some poop up the ass, but <laughs> a little sperm in the head. Don't worry, it's robo sperm. <laughs> no, they have heart. Oh my god! So, but really though, you could you could send these little messengers to yeah. certain spots of your body and mm-hmm. like more efficiently than you could do with like an injection or anything like that. And they got rhythm too, so that maybe they could jam. <laughs> <laughs> they could learn from their mistakes. And yeah. Improvise with the other sperm around them and yeah. whole sperm choir of. <laughs> yep. They made um, some of these biobot sperms with two tails too, which gives them Whoa. more Whoa. freakish. Whoa. Get, so God doesn't like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm closer, sure they're sort of getting, like working their way up to the jellyfish you know, I, model. Oh, right. But with the two tails, they have more control of like which direction they're like swimming. Two rudders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it's just one tail, so it's kind of like wherever you end up going is where you go. <laughs> it just keeps bumping up against the wall. <laughs> 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 but in, in time, though, for for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just keep hearing the <laughs> so yeah who would have thought this is where technology is taking us I, I know it's taking us right back home again yeah yep. um, so so is that zo- it is it that the title rhythmic sperm no, injection maybe <laughs> yeah that sounds better yeah. so zooming back out from the human body and going into space <laughs> On sperm? It, no. <laughs> sperm and space. <laughs> One thing at a time. They here. could go all kinds of places. Um, I think a couple podcast episodes ago, we talked about the Rosetta spacecraft. Um, mm-hmm. And I think at that point, it hadn't actually launched yet, right? When no, we no, first it had launched, it. yeah. Oh, but it, right, it hadn't like woken up. Right, right, it's yeah. in hibernation. Right. So now it's, it's not hibernating anymore. It's awake. And it was... Because robots and stuff sleep and are awake now. Yeah. yeah. It opened its little eye and bobbed its head <laughs> going through space. Um, but it was in hibernation for 31 months. And it was orbiting around nearly half a billion miles from the sun. Um, and now it's finally close enough for the European Space Agency mission managers to start getting it ready to get close to the comet later this year. And so the, what the, was pro- the name of that, of that comet? Nina? Uh, I don't know, Reno. Are you it? sure? I'm it's pretty right sure here. I don't know what it is. You teach kids how to read, right? Not Russian. <laughs> oh, just assume that it's Russian. I t- <laughs> what the fuck would you call it? Well, it's not <laughs> from Russia. It's a fucking comment. Oh, what is it? Churyumov. Yeah, Churyumov Gerasimenko. Uh huh. That's what it is. Yeah. That sounds like, I don't know what. Yeah, it's probably Russian. It probably is. Okay, <laughs> I'm Russian. I know what's up. No, dude, you're not Russian. You're I might as well say, No one knows where that is. It's like Woodbridge. Okay. Woodbridge, where's that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where's that? Is that like Estonia or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so eventually a probe is going to come out of the Rosetta spacecraft and land on that comet, which was called what? Uh, Churyumov Gerasimenkov. Oh, Gerasimenko, yeah. yeah. Fuck that up. Anyway. <laughs> Your mama. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> And it's getting closer to being ready. That's it. Uh, yeah. Well, no, it's pretty interesting because I don't think we've ever landed anything on a comet. No. And if you can imagine, like how hard that is, I don't know how fast comets move, but I'm pretty sure it's like ten. Pretty sure they move faster miles. than robotic robotic sperm. Probably, Probably, I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. 
without any heart cells at that. That's just true. Comets are just like, uh, they're kind of like asteroids, but they have lots of like snow and ice. So they're like dirty yeah. snowballs. That's right. Sh- shooting through space. Gas somewhere in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, as, as um, solar rays and cosmic radiation hits the uh, comet, like, yeah, the, there's vapor. Now you're just showing off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it has a tail and it kind of looks like a sperm. That's true. It does. Yeah. Big giant sperm made of snow. So it's going to fly next to it for two years. Um, and then, um, yeah, launch a probe to safely land on it and collect information. Yeah. And from what all of the people in charge are saying, there's no reason why it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. But there's always a chance that it won't. And all these little yeah. things that they have to get right just at the right time. And I think right now they're saying the spacecraft isn't pointed the right way. Right. To land where they want it to. So they have to like maybe fire another rocket to mm-hmm. sort of rotate it and turn it around. And there's a chance that rocket might not fire. And, you know, there's all these little things that could go wrong. So they're all sort of holding their breath right now. The good thing is it's the European uh, Space Agency and they all use the metric system. Because we had that Mars debacle where yeah. we just, was it a, a probe or what was it? We tried to land something on Mars and it just like drove straight into the planet because <laughs> there was a mix up with the conversion of standard model versus metric. And yeah. so um, that one little mathematical uh, error, like <laughs> math, math, doesn't matter. billions of dollars and yeah. probes sending all all right. several year trip to Mars. But luckily, the Europeans got this. They're all metric and sane and, you know, based on maths. Yeah. Really good. No, I want to make sure this actually lands where it's supposed to, now that you've said that. Speaking of math, hey, Mike, <laughs> imagine <laughs> imagine you added um, all the numbers in order, like 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4 plus 5, and you went on yeah, I took kindergarten. forever. Like, you added up, like, forever, like, up to infinity. Mm-hmm. What would the answer be? Um, actually, it'd be the opposite of that. Yeah. Really? It'd be negative one twelfth. Yes. That's where you if go. If you add huh? up one plus two plus three plus four plus five plus six and all the way up to infinity, you have to keep on going for inf- infinity. If well, isn't that, that the point inc- of infinity? Is it just keeps going. And go. Eventually, you're right. going to get in a circle where you come back to. But if you negative. add up all no. the integers up to up to through infinity, you get negative one twelfth. It's a weird phenomenon, and Physicists use this. Well, here's my question about infinity. Where is the the break between what we have <laughs> measured out and infinity? Like, what's the last number prior? Uh, to there infinity? is no last go like two or three steps more, and then like an infinity more steps yeah. beyond that. Yeah, and like then you can't. Reach infinity. You can't really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like infinity is kind mean, of a mind fuck. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, have we found like that border between what we have measured out and what's beyond that? There yet? isn't a border because if you found no, what no, you no, measured I, out, you can just mean add like one the edge more. of space. Or yeah, but that's the thing. Oh. It's like we still haven't gotten that. Like our concept of that is still not. That's why space itself is growing. Exactly, that's and it grows infinitely. Yeah, yeah. So, but around, it used to be finite. Like it is, I guess, in some sorts finite, but it's continuing it's to grow and will, and will grow infinitely. Well, if it's yeah. a holographic universe, it has to be finite. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Fine. it will grow infinite, <laughs> infinity, infinitely, uh, infinitely. <laughs> Invisibly, yeah, it will keep growing until uh, as far as we know. So the actual size of our universe is negative yeah. one twelfth. If you add it all up, yeah, <laughs> <add it> <laughs> if up. you add each piece <laughs> <of> together. <laughs> so and then um, what's the so reasoning behind that? Well, um, physicists and I think like, string, like how did they add? Theory, 
That's the thing is like how they add infinity. How, there's no like infinity button on well, a calculator. Well, they didn't so. like actually do it out. They're just saying like in theory if you did it. And that's the thing about this kind of math that always blows my mind is that, you know. They prove it. If you want if you want to like check out the video, we'll post it online. Um, they use two other formulas to um, help you understand how they solve it. Um, basically, one is like if you do 1 minus 1 plus 1 minus 1. Plus one, minus one, Forever. so on and so, so forth. One plus one minus one would be one. Right. Plus one would be two. Wait, no, no. One minus one would be zero. Yeah. Plus one would be one. one. Minus one would be zero. zero. So it goes back and forth, back and forth. One, yeah. zero, one, zero. So no matter... So if the question is you stop on odd or even number set and... So one answer would give you zero, the other would give you one. So you average it out, the answer is half. Because you can't yeah. tell, like if you're right. going infinitely, you couldn't tell where you'd stop because so you might think it was one, but you might think it was zero and you couldn't yeah. really tell. So that equation answer is half. Then they use another um, example where it's like one minus two plus three minus four yeah. plus five minus six plus seven, so on and so forth. You would always get a negative number. Um, it goes back and forth. It goes back that. and forth. Just like yeah. the other ones. You have to take the average. Right. And, and they show that it actually happens in multiples of four. You use that and to help you solve one plus two plus three plus four plus five, and you end up getting negative one twelfth. It's pretty fascinating. And they, it's pretty awesome. And really. they know it's not just like some weird goof or anything like that. They see this. They use this equation, and they see it in physics like so string theory yeah like string theory which i think they have 12 planes 12 dimensions yeah. in string theory i think or there's different 10? competing it's 12 10 11 12 One of those two not infinite it's all holograms so who gives a fuck <laughs> as long as i have a diamond in the end you know <laughs> that's right <laughs> so anyways fun with numbers well, fun is in quotation marks. Yeah, fun. I think we just it lost half our audience. No, no, no. Come on. I think we gained Math, an audience. I think we... Infinity adding up to itself. I think we lost one person and gained another and then back and forth and back and forth. Right. I think that's what happened. No, we lost <laughs> Negative one person. of our audience. Yeah. yeah, no, we gained one person, lost two. We gained two yeah. people, lost three. <laughs> or like, no, it's interesting. Like any number to the zeroth power is one. You know, like four squared yeah, is sixteen. You would always think that doesn't make any sense, but it does. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I remember that yeah. screwed everybody up in the fifth grade. Like, mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's one. I don't get that's how one. that makes sense. Okay, so say if you animate it, I will get it. Okay, so if I did four squared, mm-hmm. that's sixteen. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then if you take any exponent and you divide it by another exponent, so I say I do four to the fifth power mm-hmm. divided by four to the second power. It's, which is squared, right? So it'd yeah, be like it four be to four the third power. Yeah. It's five okay. minus two. You, yeah. you, you just so subtract the exponents, yeah, basically. So that. if it's four to the fifth power divided by four to the fifth power, that's four to the zeroth power. Okay. Which is but one. Still same be number four, divided which by is one. It's, yeah. yeah, same number divided by itself. So yeah. it's one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that wasn't so hard. Yeah, it sounds like great. No. <laughs> I don't know why people didn't get that. Like, well, because yeah. nobody explained it like that. I remember when I took math, it was always like, "It's like this because it is." That's right. how I. When you're, well, yeah, I guess when you're it's young, like you Catholic just kind of. Ha- mm. That's the thing about math. I think a lot. <laughs> well, no, it's true. That's the it's thing. The way about it is, and you should feel like shitty for it. That's and right. I think that's yeah. the way. Uh, the reason why so many people hate, like you said, so many people hate math is because they teach it so poorly. They don't yeah. make it fun like so interesting. Like how you how you just explained. You just did it. Yeah. yeah. Like like people they're just like 
because uh, the textbook said so. And the <laughs> same thing happens with science too. I think you get yeah. so wrapped up in like the parts of a cell, which is really fucking boring. Yeah. You know, so you don't get to you talk have about the nucleus. Else. Yeah. Why? Because the textbook like said so. Get to the robo sperm. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like that. I think that like loses like ever. Like I would say, two thirds of every fifth grade class when they mm-hmm. start having to deal with like the, it takes the magic division. out of those kinds of things. Like everyone had like like addition and multiplication down pat. Then all of a sudden we're dividing by zero and getting one. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, and like no one explains it. They're just like just put one. Why? Yeah. You know, I know. And I think I know. That, what? Well, that's that's because our truth. Good that's old, why. Yeah. Because God. <laughs> Because God. Because God. Because logic. Yeah. Reno, do you still want to be a math teacher one day? I wouldn't mind. I mean, like, I really love... I love teaching in general. You should be I, a math teacher. I, oh. I worked with Nina for a long time teaching kids how to read and comprehend. It's a trip teaching how to people how to comprehend. It's teaching them how to think. Yeah. How, which is fun, teaching people how to critically think. And now I just teach like the robot yoga. Teaching yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I really... For the most part, I really enjoy math. So... I might uh, become a math teacher, but if you guys are looking for a tutor in the meantime, oh, I did that before in the afternoons. Yeah, I'm not a good tutor. Yeah, <laughs> like just I because, just fucking write down do true. Well, that one's false, false, true. <laughs> I have this issue, and like this is why I never would like tutoring or teaching. Like I remember the college I went to; they actually wanted me. They they kept offering me because we had these standardized tests we had to do to get our associate's degree. And I scored higher than pretty much everybody else. And they're just like, you need a tutor for us. We'll pay you. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> and I just, when I teach someone something and I ex- and I know I've explained it correctly and they go, huh? I'm just it like. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. not about explaining it correctly. Fucking it's about idiot. it's about yeah. helping them understand why it is. You don't explain it. Well, that's the thing. If I teach you the way that I learned and I understood it and you don't, then you fuck you. Well, okay, that's not now. Yeah, that's not. And a that's good why I didn't become a teacher. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> F for fuck you, dumbass. <laughs> now pay me. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, I don't have that patience. Otherwise, yeah. like I have like the, the tons of knowledge. Like I'm the kid that skipped the grade and all that shit. I couldn't. I don't want to. You skipped a grade? Yeah. Dude, I never skipped a grade. I did. I should have skipped a grade. But you skipped into like that fancy math stuff, though. Oh yeah. Something but happened the, there. Yeah. He like quantum leaped into <laughs> Everybody else graduated at like eighteen. I barely turned seventeen before graduation. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I had a lot of potential when I was younger. It was a really <laughs> nerdy room. Right. Yeah. So right. that's why I'd make a great host. <laughs> I don't want I'm just co host. Co host. I'm not I'm not gonna be a host. Just keep me producer. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. Oh. You can make you can make bad puns. You could. I already do. It'd be awesome. Not as bad as ours. Yeah, you're not there yet. <laughs> you you gotta get, yeah. We'll tutor you. <laughs> I use real humor. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Exactly. What? Alrighty guys. Yep. Thanks for listening to Six Degrees of Rumination with your hosts, Rena Gorman. Nina Boyd. And producer Mike. All right. Good night. Have a good night. <laughs>